Jemiah Neal has exited the transfer portal, and we're here to talk about it on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. It wasn't that long ago that I was having a big pity party and a mayday parade in Tempe for all the departures that the basketball team was going through. And at the very top of the pretty expansive list of guys that were transferring out of the program was Jemiah Neal. And it was no secret that I was a very big Jemiah Neal fan. And I was very, very excited for the future that he had at the program because he had really come on very, very strong at the end of the season. And he really was so important to the team during their Pac-12 tournament run. Uh, He had a good uh, play-in game against Nevada. This was a guy who, like, sporadically, when he would get on the court, looked like a big-time difference maker. And there was going to be absolutely a lined-up opportunity for him to be a starter in the 2023-24 season and potentially beyond depending on how long he wants to say as he is a sophomore. But it it seemed like it was not to be, as he ended up entering the transfer portal shortly after the season ended, following the 72-70 to 70 loss to TCU in the round of 64. When that happened, I hit the panic button. I'll totally own that, 100% hit the panic button. A lot of people were really upset about this decision as well and hard to blame them because of the potential and the talent that he showed. But bottom line is this just felt like a really tough blow for the Sun Devils. It it felt like things were really starting to get rolling for this program. And the momentum that they had started to build with Hurley was derailed from COVID and they were trying to get back to where they were as a tournament team and they got back on track this year and you know, they, they absolutely dominated the transfer portal. I've talked about those kids. A, I don't know, 300 dozen times at this point. And they had the young kids behind them as well, including Jemiah Neal that looked like great foundational building blocks for this team to continue its success beyond the 2022, 23 season to move forward and continue this, this stretch of impressive basketball play and what what is entertaining for Arizona State fans. You know, this was this was a fun team to watch this year. They won 20 games. They made the tournament. They were they were beating good teams. They beat Creighton. They beat Arizona. They beat USC. There was a lot of quality wins here for the Sun Devils. And you were hoping that that wasn't just going to disappear. One of the things that I had talked about was, is this team kind of like a flash in the pan because this was so much assembled from the transfer portal 
and you could lose majority of it, right? Is this is this like a very rare, maybe once in a 10-year kind of teams where just everything, everything came together for the Sun Devils and it just worked out the way it did. And in order to prove that it wasn't going to be that way, you needed some of the guys to come back and you needed to make sure that you were able to pick up where you left off for the guys that you did lose. Like for sure, Desmond Cambridge Jr. and Luther Muhammad are both gone from the program for eligibility. You knew you were going to have to replace them. But you looked at guys like Jemiah Neal and you were like, that's the depth. That's a future starter. That's a guy that we're confident in to be able to, you know, take that loss that we're anticipating in stride, keep moving forward, keep being a strong, powerful team and contending. Jemiah Neal was going to be one of the focal points of that. He was going to be one of the biggest building blocks for the Sun Devils to be able to make sure that they did stay on track moving forward. And when he announced that he was going into the transfer portal, you know, it kind of felt like you lost that. It felt like you lost your your biggest building block and that you potentially were going to see a step back. And, you know, Neil ended up being followed by Enoch Bache, a former top 50 prospect, a DJ Horn, who was a full-time starter for the Sun Devils this year, and Austin Nunez, who was another really important bench player in the same role as Neil, he had just missed the last month of the season with a concussion and with conditioning stuff because of the concussion. Like it's, it was, it was a tough loss initially. And then it felt like it was a trend setting loss. And that's where it broke fans. That's where it broke me was looking at losing Neil. And you were like, dang it. This kid was so talented and the future looked so bright for him. And the future looks so bright for the Sun Devils. And now you have to lose another kid. And I I try not to get too excited about these kind of things. But I truly do think that there is some NBA potential here for Neil. He's He's got a long ways to go. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is, this is a draftable kid or, God forbid, a first overall pick kind of guy. But I do think that the intangibles are there. And if he does continue to progress and, you know, come into the player that we believe he can be, I do think that this is potentially a guy with a bright future. But at least just from the program standpoint, this is a guy that you 100% were anticipating was going to be a starter for you. And losing him was just such a tough blow. But thankfully, you were able to get him to come back and you were able to hopefully start changing things towards making sure that you don't fall too far behind in in 23 and 24 and making sure that this team isn't a one and done flash in the pan once in a once in a 10 year kind of team that was assembled through the transfer portal a big step in that direction was bringing Jemiah Neal back and now he's back so mission accomplished first step if you guys have not had a chance yet, make sure that you check out the Built March Madness Bracket. We all know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's your time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. You know that I've been voting for the Coconut Puff, and I know that you guys are voting for the Brownie or the Cookies and Cream or any other ones that you might love. Support your team and support your bar or puff. And... 
When you vote on your bar or puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky Locked On listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one lucky Locked On fan will get a 12-month subscription to Built and have Built's best bars and puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try Built. Built, the best protein bar ever. Seriously, they're so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. What makes them so good? They're high in protein. They're low in sugar. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Run to BuiltMarshMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so make sure that you hop in and support your pick. Let's hop back into our conversation now about Jemiah Neal. So Neal decides to exit the portal for the team, and this was great timing. This happened yesterday in the mid-afternoon. I think it was around 3 o'clock that I got the update. I was finishing up my workday, and it was a great way to finish my workday. And it had me thinking a lot about the future of the program and everything that's going to be coming moving forward. So looking at what this team has next, they've got a very interesting roster. It will be different from last year, but I think that it could be a good different. As of right now, you are losing Desmond Cambridge Jr. and Luther Muhammad to eligibility. There might be a couple other guys that did not have major playtime. You also have DJ Horn, Enoch Bache, and, oh my goodness, uh, Austin Nunez that are in the portal. And you have the undecided factor of Warren Washington and whether or not he will come back. So right now, when you're looking at this team, you have Frankie Collins is coming back. He's your starting point guard. He runs the floor. He's solid. I'm I'm excited to see if he can take that next step with you. Feels like he can do a little bit of everything. I'm waiting for him to be able to take over games. So he'll be back. And Collins had actually taken it upon himself to kind of turn into the recruiter for this team and bring guys in. And that's, you know, where this comes next is Devin Cambridge, the brother of Desmond, decided to come back for one more year at Arizona State. He had one more year of eligibility. He will use that with the team. He'll be a starter. He was a starter last year. There's not going to be anyone to usurp him. He is very similar to Frankie in the sense of he does a lot, a lot of things well. He's like a, a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none kind of guy. And he he's one of the most exciting players on the court. Like He can put it down. He can shoot deep. He can come up with the big defensive plays. If he can just find a way to either like become a master at one thing or just put it all together for a magical year, he feels like dynamite waiting to happen. You will have uh, Jemai Neal coming back now. And then Malachi Davis is an interesting guy who's going to be coming in from Tallahassee State. He's a uh, six foot four, kind of kind of like a guard forward. He's very similar to Jemiah Neal in that he's got the size and the ability to kind of play play that wing role and not really be pigeonholed into a position, which I want to talk about more Neal here in just a minute. But with Malachi Davis, this is a high scoring player who put up 31 points in all four of his teams uh, and JCAA tournament games, which is just junior college NCAA and high scoring, highly effective, highly explosive. He will hopefully take on that 
that role that Desmond Cambridge Jr. had as like the team's primary shooter and the guy that you're putting the ball in his hands when you need when you need points. So you replace Desmond Cambridge with Malachi Davis. You bring back Jemiah Neal, who is going to be stepping up in the place of probably DJ Horn since Horn is gone. And then you will have, excuse me, you will have Frankie Collins and Devin Cambridge coming back. So as of right now, you've got four of your five starters projected right now. And I would feel very good about those four. Fifth will be interesting because Warren Washington does have the ability to come back. And if he comes back, man, it, it, it would be hard to not be like overly confident about Sun Devils basketball to be able to be a really good contending team in 2023-24 and potentially the best team of the Bobby Hurley era. But even if he doesn't, if he does decide to explore his options and go pro, Duke Brennan will be coming back. And Brennan is not the most explosive player in the world. I think he has shown some intrigue, especially as a defender. And I would like to see what he can get going with some more minutes. They obviously favored him to Enoch Bache, which is why Bache entered the portal as he wasn't getting the playing time because Brennan was getting that playing time. So in a worst case scenario where Washington doesn't come back and you have Duke Brennan there, that's, that's still pretty solid. And there's nothing saying you can't continue to attack the transfer portal. There's guys out there to be had. There's the Oregon center whose name is escaping me at the moment. That's a former five-star. If you bring Warren Washington back, Again, like I said, this this feels like one of the most confident teams that we would have seen in the Bobby Hurley era. And it's a really exciting thought, I guess, is just the way that I can put it for now. want to talk to you guys about our friends over at Locked On College Basketball. I know the season is over, but get wrapped up with everything with Isaac Shade and Andy Patton as they bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. You're from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the college hoops landscape. It's locked on college basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Putting some final thoughts on this. I mentioned earlier, I wanted to talk about Neil's versatility. And I think that that's going to be something that's going to be so crucial for Arizona state and for Neil coming back. Arizona state ran the closest thing to small ball. You're going to get when you consider they did have a seven footer on the floor because they did run Washington as primarily their center and four guards. But you had these guards that had the ability to play outside of the parameters of like the, the size restrictions that they had. These weren't like small kids. These weren't big kids. They were the tweeners, if you will, that fit in between and were able to do a little bit of everything. And that's, I feel like that's Jemiah Neal because he gets listed as a forward when you look him up on like ESPN, but he plays very much like a guard and he gives you a lot as an offensive weapon. If he can continue to improve defensively, this does feel like a perfect replacement for DJ Horn, maybe a more consistent DJ Horn. I look at what Arizona state has here with Jemiah Neal. And I see a very talented high upside beast, I guess. I really, really do like Jemiah Neal. And I know that I'm not the only one. I know that I have volunteered to be the the uh, the the CEO of his fan club, whatever you want to call it, the president. There you go. The president of his fan club. 
this is a really, really talented basketball player. One of the most talented guys that Bobby Hurley has had. The sky feels like the limit here. And with him now coming back to the program, it feels like the sky could be the ish ceiling for the Sun Devils. This still isn't a title team. It just isn't. But this does feel like another tournament team and a team that could make a run in the tournament. Like they played a really close game with TCU. And unfortunately, TCU just played so hard for 40 minutes and ASU played hard for about 39 minutes and just got tired out at the end. And they played a really close game. They could have won that game and they could have gone to the next round and made some noise. I believe they would have played Gonzaga. Like this was, this was a team that was capable of making a run to the sweet 16. And they just unfortunately got bounced in the first round and it wasn't a loss to feel bad about. Now you, you go into next year. And again, if we're running best case scenario, you will have Devin Cambridge, Frankie Collins, Warren Washington back from last year as your starters. You're bringing in, uh, I already forgot his name, Malachi, Malachi Davis. I always want to say Malachi Green. I don't know why. You have Malachi Davis coming in. He's going to be your new Desmond Cambridge. And Jemiah Neal is returning now from last year and going from a, a six-man, seventh-man kind of guy to a full-time starter in the DJ Horn role. You maybe, maybe, big maybe, absolutely have to preface that, upgraded. You may be upgraded from DJ Horn to Jemiah Neal and from Desmond Cambridge to Malachi Davis. If you can get more consistent shooting out of them, because last year, DJ Horn and Desmond Cambridge, when they were hot, they were hot. But when they weren't, they were liabilities on the court. Call spade a spade. Like they, they could seriously put you behind with some of the shot selection that they had if Davis and if Neil clean that up, this is a team that feels like it could be better than it was last year. And this was a good team last year. We'll see what happens. We'll see where we go with the center position. If Warren Washington's back, I'm going to be all in on this team. If he's not, we'll wait and see if they hit up the transfer portal again, like there's a lot of avenues left for the Sun Devils to explore to finish out their starting rotation. But right now it feels like you have four of your five guys for sure. And you should feel very confident in those four guys right now. And no one brings me more confidence of the guys coming into next year. No one brings more confidence for me than Jemiah Neal. And I encourage you guys to feel the same way. That's all I got for you guys on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils though. Thank you guys as always for tuning in wherever you're getting your podcast. Make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Till next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.